Welcome to Pop Culture Cake. So we got we got we got ourselves here a podcast about a terrible film. We've got myself, Adam Newhart. We got Forrest. Hey guys, I'm Forrest. And we've got Steve. Hey guys, I'm Steve. <laughs> and we've got Brent. Hey guys, I'm wrestling. Ooh. He he is wrestling, and so can you. Yeah, we're we're all good at wrestling here. I and knew except, it. Except for Brent is the actual expert. But what we're actually here to talk about is Shark to Puss versus Whale Wolf, which is quite possibly the worst movie any of us have seen in 2020, and that includes all the uh, bad Netflix films that have come out as a result of quarantine. So does anybody have, like, initial reactions? Yeah, no, I got something I got to say right away. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Whose idea was this? Brent. It was my, it was my idea. <laughs> why? Brent, why? He's cruel. I figured it would be interesting for us, because we, like, uh, like, I'm looking back at our catalog of, of podcasts, and the majority of the things that we're doing are, like, fairly quality, or of a, are of a certain standard, and you know death note was this first i think toe tip into stuff that is not good and it was like it was like we had gone in and, and had this this opportunity to have like a bad experience but it was you know softened by the anime being legitimately quality and i said you know no that's a half step and you know i don't believe in half steps so i i suggested that we watch sharktopus versus whale wolf and and and, and even to be fair, I, I still did not, I did not uh, suggest Velocipaster, which is the actual worst movie on Amazon Prime. But I went just a, just a shade above that. Right, because like what you did was you literally just opened up Amazon Prime and was like, oh, what's the worst thing we could possibly watch? And the answer was uh, Sharktopus versus Werewolf, and it was it was. Did you type that into the search bar? No, I just I just knew about it. You just yeah, it called out Oops, to you. you. Wait, did you really? Because that's actually kind of an accomplishment because I had no idea of its existence up until you said this is what we're doing. Also, a vague a vague awareness of the Sharktopus trilogy and the general shark. There's a trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, this is Sharktopus uh, three. I'm sorry. This did, is the third one in the trilogy. I I didn't even real like was that on there? Oh, please stand by. I have I am confusion. They don't make a big point about saying that it's the third movie, but you know, they it's like it's like when you watch Avengers two, you don't it's called Avengers uh Holy crap. Age of Ultron. It's it's assuming that you know you, you know No, but like, it's at least implied, like that you know, but oh man. I... Well it's, it's it comes it comes out of a certain confidence, I think, that you know, Avengers knows that you know. And Shark Well put, yeah, because Avengers is Avengers, but and I would argue that Sharktopus is Sharktopus. A yeah, similar like, uh, what? Not this name at all, at all. Like, I'm just like I'm trying to. You guys, I'm trying to get to this bit where I say that Sharktopus is just as good as Avengers, and you guys are trying to cut me off at the pass with the logic. And I got to tell you right now, logic does not have a home here in this podcast on this movie. Just I'm straight sorry. out of the gate. Wait, wait, hold on. Back it up. You want to say that Sharktopus versus Werewolf is? just as good as avengers no i want to say that sharktopus versus werewolf believes it's just as good oh okay yeah okay i i can actually believe that what and not in a and no not no, in, no i have reasons 
and not in an I, I think it is in an ironic way. The movie makes choices that have to be like knowing, like knowing that this is a joke, right? Like the German accent on that doctor. Oh yeah. Just the whole conversation she has about getting the the whale wolf adopted. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Spoilers for this sp- sp- terrible spoil movie. Down. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Spoil- you can't you can't spoil this movie because it doesn't have a coherent plot. I mean it does in the sense that there are events that happen in an order. <laughs> did you no but they don't even preach they did did you guys catch that the male protagonist is Casper uh, Van Dien from Starship Starship Troopers. Yes, that was your selling point on making us watch this film. Yes, I used the part where it said his name. Oh, well, well Steve at least is coming at it from uninformed place. <laughs> <laughs> but l- let's dive in. So, okay, so you guys think it's supposed to be a comedy? Because if so, I think this movie accomplished its goal. Like, I literally laughed out loud at just how stupid it was on multiple occasions so i thought okay so did it accomplish its goal of being a comedy this is a very like you know the whole like roger ebert thing of like he rates a movie based off of what it's trying to do not like so that's why you can get like stupid 90s movies that have like a perfect score versus like art house films that have like a bad score even though you're supposed to like them more so from that perspective like yeah i guess it it accomplishes its goal of being a movie which is a comedy i just don't think it's a funny movie you know yeah i do know what you mean i do yeah I think it's an anti-humor type of comedy where like it comes from the sharknado school of just like let's make it so stupid it doesn't make it doesn't matter like we can just like have something horrible happening like having the voodoo priest's head pop off and jump around and the shark to puss spoiler alert <laughs> it, like it, it just doesn't matter like anything is anything goes i think unintentionally the movie takes a mirror puts it up to you, the viewer, and gives you the experience of shot, like schadenfreude, but on yourself. Like, it's 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 so... We it's, take pleasure it's, in our own suffering? Yeah, it's anti-humor in that I did not find the jokes funny, but I found the fact that I was sitting in, in my living room, spending a not insignificant amount of time watching this and trying to understand it and not understanding it and it being... Almost like like a like a joke like a Joker type break where you're like oh nothing matters you know what I mean like why why even worry about things because you know it, it existence is, is pain and uh, oh my god okay okay it, wow Buddhism and nihilism like calm down like we're talking about we're talking about a terrible movie not about your you know like oh geez everything's terrible. No, no, no. Let's all let's all sit down and help Brent with his movie paper. I think oh, this. Oh, 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 we're doing that. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. I, think... I didn't. I didn't realize this was a college course. I think. Uh-huh. I, I just think. I think the movie is so bad that it 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 goes over the hill of being like, oh, I'm just a bad movie to something much more sinister and and in that way hilarious. Wait, why sinister? That's that that language is loaded. What do you mean? Oh, it's just because it's like it's just it's damaging to me as a. Oh, as a like viewer. it physically hurt you? I mean, emotionally, mentally, I wouldn't say physically. Sharktopus didn't manifest himself. Oh, okay, oh, okay, yeah, okay. You know, although <laughs> like, if he would, it, 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 it caused in you existential dread. Like, like what? What do you mean? 
yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think I made my point clear. I fucking I said that. Like, I said a lot of things already. But if Steve, why don't you talk before I? I we I, have uh, a lot of opinions about this movie, and Steve is the only way to get to it. Yeah. So I. Wait, Steve. Actually, before you continue, I'm so sorry. Fuck, fuck what you were gonna say. Let, let me let me uh-huh. tell you about wrestling. <laughs> let me tell you about wrestling. No, no, no. I'm gonna. I, I want you to do the same. I want you to do your 60 second plot. Oh yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sixty-second summary. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah, so start whenever you want, <clears throat> right. and, and and just keep yep. track of the counter. Yep. Yep. All right. So there's a sad ex-baseball star man who is upset at his lack of performance. Get it? And so he goes to a rejuvenation clinic, like a like a an anti-aging clinic that's run by a terrifying stereotype of German scientists ripped from a, a horrifying B movie, who splices shark and wolf or i'm sorry killer whale and wolf dna into him and he turns into this sort of whale wolf meanwhile sharktopus of the sharktopus trilogy attacks a really really sweaty budget rob Lowe man on his boat a bunch and there's some love plots and stuff but it really kind of falls apart honestly like as forrest alluded to it a bunch of shit happens there's a voodoo priest there's there's real shitty real shitty jokes and then eventually they have to they want to kill both the sharktopus and the werewolf like the voodoo priest makes the boatman he says he has to kill him to gain he wants the heart of werewolf or sharktopus or something there's hearts and it hurts it hurts all right i'm gonna take a minute because my whole experience with this movie was my wife my legally wedded wife, the mother of my child, looking at me and begging me to turn it off at least three times. And the other three things she said to me were all about how sweaty Casper is the entire movie and no one else is sweating. Everyone else seems perfectly acclimated to whatever like slice of the Dominican Republic this is, but Casper is coming down from something or he just has a fever like that man is ill literally the entire movie i'm pretty sure he's supposed to be a intoxicated or b hungover like he's not i think he took the a lesson from the british channing tatum and method acting school where he got really fucked up for the entire movie he's like i can't Mm. i can't act unless i've done something to myself so he was just like getting really fucked up on cocaine i was gonna say maybe it's the only way he can make it through the filming oh let's actually let's let's dive in so the main character is a alcoholic in every sense of the word like he spends most of the story completely blitzed out drunk like that's how he handles sharktopus that's how he beats the voodoo priest like he is from the moment he starts to the moment he ends unapologetically a just monster of a human being so is the monster inside all along no it's definitely outside there's tentacles the voodoo (laughs) priest eats part of it it's the monster is outside Mm. the tentacles have the tentacles have hooks at the tip of them yeah they're like blades they're like like i don't even know like kukri like they cut they yes. rend the very the first the first scene where you saw the sharktopus come out of the water and attack the, the, the boat funeral, yes 
Yeah. Oh, oh, I wasn't even thinking the funeral. I was thinking later on the, on the same boat, I guess. Dude, it's uh, literally the opening scene is like they're having some funeral at sea. It's, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, he was just like, oh, yeah, I guess you guys, uh, I kind of don't want you guys on my boat. Haha, <laughs> I'm making a shitty joke and like, whatever about this funeral. This movie doesn't care about anything. It doesn't care. It doesn't care about coherency in the slightest. Like every other scene, not, e- not even a little bit. Every other scene is from a different character's perspective, and it's not, which is like maybe something that happens in regular movies. But these scenes are so short and so incoherent that, and while I'm still still grappling with the first scene, we're already on the second scene, and I'm at a disadvantage the entire movie. In the prison. Just everything. It's just like goes it cuts from Casper to the to the voodoo priest to. To the to the German scientist, to the cop station, which is like I'm pretty sure a post office, to just like all <laughs> kinds of like it just never lets you breathe because if it does, you won't make it through the hour and a half that the movie is. Which, by the way, I paused the movie at 45 minutes in, thinking we were done, like it was close, and there was still another 30 minutes left, and I almost broke. Like I almost broke. So what you're saying is, is we all suffered in this experience. Like nobody wanted to watch this all the way through. Is this movie a bonding activity or like a hazing? Or I a mean, bondage activity? Like what happened? <laughs> Do we? I mean, should we think? What my real question is: Should we think of this movie as a movie? Should we maybe think of yeah, it well, as a tool to, or a device? We have to talk about it as a film because it's a feature-length film, and I personally believe it fits in the giant framework of the Sharknado filmography, where it's just like, we know this is terrible and we're making it because it's terrible. Like, that's our goal. But I think the problem is that Sharknado, so this movie thinks it's fun and funny and tongue in cheek. And same thing with Sharknado. But I would posit that the difference is that Sharknado, like in order to have a funny movie, you have to have a combination of competence to have this style of funny movie. You have to have a combination of competence and incompetence, right? You need, I mean, you want elements of it that you want elements of it to make fun of, but it has to function enough as a movie that like you can follow it and it's and, and like it's funny and you get the intentional jokes and you laugh at the sort of um, screw ups that are probably also intentional, right? Okay, so you mean this movie did not succeed in drawing attention to just the absolute absurdity? Like you think it just was absurd? Like it didn't try to so i think comedy is like the like architecture of comedy is a setup and a payoff right so sort of misdirecting your audience into thinking something is going to go one way and then delighting them by making it go a different way and i think that's sort of what Forrest alluded to with competence and incompetence that like you need you need the movie to somewhat take itself seriously so that you can laugh at its foibles, right? Like this movie to me was just pathetic. I would argue that the actual, the actually pulling it back one step that the setup and the payoff, you know, another, another way to look at comedy is like, you know, you expect you the misdirect is so that you get surprised, right? Things are, are humorous, because you don't expect them 
then the the setup for all movies of this nature are that they, they will be a, a coherent experience and the payoff is that the entire time it is not it is in fact the opposite of so like so like they they set you up by the fact that okay you buy a dvd you log into amazon prime you start a movie and you expect there to be an hour and a half of a plot three act structure you know characters you know and 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 a resolution and and all and all these other things and the movie's like well what about instead of doing any of those things i absolutely punch you in the dick while drunk in the middle of the streets of a nondescript island right what, what, uh, yeah that that definitely happened and it's uh, it's D- the dominican republic it's not a nondescript island Look, I, I'm I'm glad that you were able to gleam some facts from the movie, like like and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, it, it, I took nothing it, from it. It's it, it, that's a piece of my own personal background where I'm just like I want to understand the Spanish, which by the way was not solid. And both it literally it literally happens in the movie, and also I I should say that it was like the movie punching you in the dick. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it felt like it. But I mean, let's get let's get to the heart of the matter. Did you guys laugh at all? Did you? Because I did. I I honestly had moments where I was like, "This is so ridiculously over the top that I think it's funny." Yeah. So I I laughed at the scene where it, there was the the shark post and the werewolf were in a they were in like a some kind of warehouse, and the two cops are there, and they're like, "Here's what we're gonna do." In order to take care of them, we're going to shoot the barrels of what was it? TNT, some kind of explosive. Gasoline. We're going to shoot the gas, the, the barrels of gasoline that are conveniently in the corner and blow them the hell up. And I laughed at that because it's like, of course, there's of course, there's like barrels. I mean, why, of gasoline wouldn't that, why wouldn't they be there? For me, right. why wouldn't I, they be there? Like the whole movie obviously was already slapstick. But like for me, I just laughed out loud when it was like, oh, for, oh sure like let's just have the voodoo's priest's head come off like why why would a shark not have to breathe water you know like let, let him come up on land like this is just absolutely ridiculous yeah and the, i don't want to sp- i guess i don't want to spoil the ending just in case somebody really cares but the the last scenes the way they took care ultimately of the shark and whale wolf was pretty was like so absurd that it was also i thought that that was pretty funny too I think it was funny. It was a funny movie. By the way, I don't care about spoiling the ending. They blow them up in a baseball field after melting the sharktopus with electrified net, like a the the ball catching net. Fuck, fuck you for thinking that you should be able to watch this movie. Don't watch the movie. If any, the yeah, whole please, point for of the this, love of God, don't watch is, the movie. Yeah, don't, don't, don't think that we leave something off and you're like, oh, I wonder about this thing. Just. Don't watch it. You think I, I, I'm trying to be kind, and what you're saying is tough love is really what's needed here. I think, <laughs> you don't want you don't want my kindness to like let you enjoy the movie. You want to like rip that bandaid off right now. No, no I mean let's 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 go at it. Like the sheer amount of just cultural nonsense going on in this. So we've got German biochemistry meeting voodoo priests. I mean, like it, it makes no sense. It's mm-hmm. they're trying to mash up a, and I guess apparently this is the third film. Like I don't, I didn't understand that. And so for me approaching it as a first time viewer, I was like, uh, wh- why would you have biochemistry fighting a, uh, voodoo priest like who apparently is a government outlaw none of it made sense to me 
it's possible that they set stuff up in the other movies. Like, uh, I, mean, that's what I'm trying, I mean, like, did they? Like, I, I don't know. There, there is some tentative connect, like some tissue there. When the German priest talks about who she learned from, and it, and it pans to and it pans to those two scientist photos. Right, they're the ones who made the the sharktopus, right? I think they're, yeah, I think they're act like they're both the primary scientists from both the first and second film. Like one was in the first one, another one was in the second one. Um, so, so is the problem we don't know why the ring was made. We're entering in the Return of the King, and we don't understand what's going on. Like, is it our fault? No, <laughs> no. What? I'm no. just, I'm just dropping that. As That's a, victim uh, blaming. You're holding yourself accountable for things that you had no. I just don't understand, and I want to. Yeah, I think my ultimate problem with this movie to kind of get back to something that Steve was saying, where, you know, for comedy, you kind of have to have like expectation and subversion of those expectations. Right. I think my problem with this movie is that, you know, in a like in a Sharknado movie, what part of the reason it's funny is because everybody is taking it seriously. But the it that they're taking seriously is a tornado with sharks in it, right? And everybody's like hyping it up the whole time. And then you see it and all your drunk friends in the room like cheer. And they're like, yeah. Like as soon as you see the shark enter, this movie didn't have a feeling of whenever you saw the shark or the whale wolf, I was never like, whoa, yeah, hell yeah. I was always just like, okay, there it is. What's up? (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think they built it up enough i don't think that they deployed it at uh, the the shark and the whale wolf at points where it was built up that it was going to attack like this kind of gets to brent's point where things would just things just seem to happen like next 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 scene next scene next scene where but whereas what you want is a little bit of like pacing and setup so that when something does when they want something to hit that it really lands and I don't think this movie had that at all. And that's part of the reason, like, I didn't know when I was supposed to laugh. <laughs> I disagree. There is a subplot within the film that I feel delivers on what you're trying to describe. And I think, and that's my opinion, that the reality television show does that. The, you know, like, they have their The Bachelor going on yeah. that, like, features both of the villains, both now sharktopus and werewolf i think they set themselves up quite well and that like i literally i enjoyed both of the scenes that featured the bachelor a because i think the bachelor is trash television and i enjoyed watching it get disrupted but then when they brought it back and the director and then yet another contestant got consumed like i think that was actually good setup i think they tried i don't know if they delivered across the film but i think they had moments that made sense. Oh, yeah, you got to know that Bachelor right now, the producers of The Bachelor are sweating in their fucking pants because they got took down by Shark to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think that. I mean, not even close. Like, they're, they're going to be fine. <laughs> like, they're, 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 there's no worries for them. But, like, I, I think that it was actually funny. Like, I enjoyed, literally, I laughed at both of those scenes where I was just like, yeah, no, no, that's how that, that's how that would go if featuring a giant monster of genetic mutation fame. Like, it makes sense to me. Forrest, did, did you watch this movie with Lauren? I, I did. 
Um, and, 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 and Steve, you watched it with you as you said, the mother of your child. I fucking love that. What a great, what a great thing to say. I'm never gonna not love it. But what was it like watching this movie and forcing the, the ostensibly the two people you care most about in the world to this, to this thing? Was that was that humorous watching them suffer and sweat next to you? Well, in my case, it was it was like at first she was like, yeah, this sounds hilarious. And then we started watching it. And when it became clear that it wasn't going to deliver the experience that we are expecting, if I remember correctly, she kind of was like, all right, like, go enjoy your treat. And then started doing something on the computer. So I felt I didn't want to I don't want to say betrayed. <laughs> you must be here on all my own. I'm, uh, this is the end. Yeah, I've abandoned my child. But, <laughs> I have a child. Uh, the, yeah, so she she left you to deal with our nonsense. Yeah, no, I, I'm 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 playing this up a little bit, but no, she did yeah. not enjoy the movie. Yeah, I don't think yeah. anyone enjoyed this movie. No, I mean it was it was actively like uncomfortable for me, right? Because like I don't by I would say minute thirteen or so, I didn't want to be there. She didn't want to be there. It was it was literally a chore. It was because I respect this podcast that I watched as much of it as I did. Wait, did you finish it? Yes. Okay, so you watched the whole thing. Yes, but I wouldn't have if it were... Like, even back in our college days, like, having a good time, I would have left. Yeah, this is no flash forward. Well, right, and I think it does... It circles back exactly to what Forrest said, that... The original So Bad It's Good B movies were there because everyone was taking it seriously, but it was funny to us because we, the audience, were not. And I think it's just gotten, it's like laziness. Like this movie screamed of laziness, laziness in writing. Like, okay, we'll roll back a little bit to season one. Thinking about Alien, part of the reason that Alien works so well is because they were lightly ashamed of the dude in the rubber suit. So they played with lighting, and they played with very little, like, with small reveals, like a huge payoff for relatively little screen time. And that is masterful. And that idea carried through to other movies that were less successful with it. But once the movie abandons shame and tries to be like, ah, we'll just make funny. We'll just, I don't know, have a... Nurse with boobs. Nurse with boobs? Fuck it. Put that in the movie. What do we got? Dog jokes? Dog jokes because it's kind of like a dog? Nailed it. Put it in the movie. Voodoo priest? Well, not only that, but like, let's just go at the nurse for a second. They, that scene lasted about 13 sequences too long. Like, I, she, the German scientist was like, oh, I've been waiting for a And then, like, she ran through all of downtown Rio de Janeiro. Like I genuinely was confused by why we had to see nurse boobs run throughout the whole movie. Like you're right. Like it was just terrible. That's very gratuitous. I'd also say before you continue that the other way of looking at it is shame or uh, besides shame is complication or adversity and recognizing the limitations of those of that. So it may not necessarily be shame. Like I'm sure Spielberg talking about the daddy of shark movies was not necessarily ashamed of the fact that the Jaws robot didn't work, but was like, this is a complication and we have to work around the limitations that we have 
with the you know with the effects that we that we that we were able to make. So you know, in the same way, to your point, they were like they built tension. They didn't show you the shark until it was absolutely important, or you know, it gave the biggest yeah, yeah the biggest bang for the buck. But uh, yeah, please continue. Well, no, I mean that's a really great counterpoint to the notion of a shark movie, even. And I mean, shame is probably not the right word because I think there is a sort of pride to it too, right? That like I, like the T Rex from Jurassic Park we should be proud of that is a feat of like animatronics and puppetry that is mind-blowing for the time it was created but it still relied on lighting and atmospheric effects post-processing and like a build-up right like the iconic water glass scene or water cup scene exists because we like the audience are buying in at that moment that like holy crap the earth is shaking there there was really no build like we see the monster in the first what four minutes maybe including the credits it's the opening sequence yeah and and it's not good like the cgi is not good and i don't honestly i don't i wouldn't normally fault them for that because like i you know, it's like a it's like a money thing or whatever, right? Well, yeah, but how much stabbing at a green screen can we tolerate before it's just like, why did you do it this way? Right. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. Is like, then don't show us the shark to puss, or like put like make like you made convincing prostheses, like you made like the prop shark to puss tentacle for the voodoo priest to eat like invest some of the time and effort into making one of those and have that do some of the scariness or even use an articulated green screen limb to give them some presence in the physical plane right like there's the i don't even i don't know how accurate it is but there's the like note about sir ian mckellen breaking down on the set of the hobbit when he had to act at a taped x on a green screen wall because that's where they're going to CGI fucking a hobbit or something. Right? And it's like, that's... Or three. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah, three hobbits in a trench coat working together. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, all, they're on each other's shoulders. Yeah, on each you. other's shoulders to get into the bar. Exactly. But right, like I mean, that... I disagree. I disagree with you. I think... With what part? On the hobbits? No. Uh, How sorry, many hobbits I'm... it was? Yeah, it was definitely four. I, I mean, I disagree with, <laughs> with that, this idea. Because I agree with you with what should happen when you are working with something that is new and you are trying to get a desired effect, I think that what you're applying is the desired effect of like Jaws or Alien and you're pushing it onto this movie. And I would tell, I would argue that, that their desired effect is, like they know that their CG, even when protected by lighting and other surrounding effects will not hold up. I think their objective is, what did those other movies do? They held back. And what can we do to maybe differentiate ourselves from that? And so they just introduce it often and immediately and con- continuously. And they br- and it's not a good experience. I'm not going to make that argument. I'm just saying that they knew that no amount of, of C- T- CG T-Rex in the rain and animatronics, and they weren't going to be able to do any of that. So they're like, fuck it. You know what? You know what the biggest complaint for like Godzilla 2014 was? Or any some a lot of these other movies, I didn't get to see the cool monster enough, and they're 
their their response was fuck it here it is here it is here it is and the problem is that the monster is not cool and and i and it's and it was bad and everything around it was bad but i thought i just don't i just disagree that there that the same intent could be applied because i i i think they intentionally did what they did in the way of circumventing their limitations which was any kind of quality product <laughs> and i I agree with Brent. Like, I think he's right. It's just the the self-awareness comes in to them stabbing at green st- screens and just being, like, complete not nonsense. Like, all of this makes sense if they don't care, if they're unapologetically bad. Sorry, Forrest, what were you saying? I was going to say, I wonder if... I wonder if we think differently about the movie if instead of thinking of it as a movie that you start at minute second zero and watch all the way to the end and then start considering it as a movie that's part of a 24-hour shark marathon on sci-fi, right? Because I'm wondering, I'm thinking that this movie may be designed to capture your attention for like 15 minutes or so and hopefully you don't change the channel while the like 10 commercials play, right? Well, the question, was this a sci-fi original? Like, because yeah, that's like a sci-fi channel trope. Like their whole point is terrible CGI to get grab your attention and suck you in so that you watch the next three hours of movies. Yeah, this was in fact a sci-fi movie. Okay, then maybe it makes sense. Maybe it fits in fourth, uh, I don't know, even assertion that like oh yeah no i mean it's a terrible movie we and we all know it's a terrible movie it's supposed to be terrible this is sci-fi well if you mm-hmm. also were to read the channel that the channel not yeah. the concept oh sifi you might you might say sifi then uh, uh, is that how you pronounce it i mean i'm willing to go with you on that but it's spelled s-y-f-y so it's not Oh, not... now it is, but when I was a kid and watching it, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. So. They really wanted it... to divorce it from the notion of science and fiction. <laughs> they really needed to in order to continue. But they actually I, I... got pretty good after a while. Like, eh, if you, certain if... sci-fi shows are really good. If you were to recontextualize all of the jarring scene cuts, as, okay, take take them out of the this, like, you know, nonstop experience, right, where you watch a traditional movie... And instead, mm-hmm. every time they have a jarring scene cut, there has been a full, uh, a, a full uh, 180 to 240 seconds of commercials in between them, and maybe suddenly there's a little bit more, like it's a little bit more palatable. You know what I mean? Because you've gone to your cell phone, you've texted your friend that this movie's terrible, and, and then the movie starts again, and, and they're blowing up a, a gasoline tank, and you're yeah. You know, so you think the problem was there wasn't enough commercials? I yeah, think. not enough commercials. The other thing is that if it also, I think this also helps to explain why we're shown the shark bus and the whale wolf so often. Because if you didn't, if you didn't catch the first fifteen minutes, who cares? If you didn't catch the like middle thirty minutes, who cares? As long as we spread it out enough, like you're bound to catch it a little bit. Yeah, just stabbing at green screens. I get you. Right. I mean. By that token, it makes so much sense. Mm. And right, that, that it is. That's the point. It is there to grab your attention for for one commercial break's worth. 
Some another 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 another. Uh-huh. Sorry, guys. Another added yeah, bit of he, context. He's, he's stroking out. Everyone, it's okay. He's just he's really considering how a shark could be cut in half and made an octopus. No one knows. I mean, I yes. Also, I just want to say that I love your bit, but it completely reset what I was thinking. So this is your I'm fault, sorry. Adam. This is, no, this, know, is on, not, this is on I mean, you. I, I, I just have questions. I have questions. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. So the, another another piece of context uh, for this movie is that they Sci-Fi released this movie to accompany uh, a Sharknado week, but Don't not only did they re- not only did they release this movie in that week, they premiered six other original films. Ew. Oh my god! Oh my god! Are we gonna watch? Are those next? Are those what no. we're watching next? No, I think we're yeah. good. I think we're good. But, <laughs> no, but it's like so. Think about it, even in this way. Now, all of this added context to say that this is a pellet in a shotgun uh, of sharks. <laughs> but that's what I've been trying to get at the whole time. It's like it's just it, this just fits. It just fits in the uh, efforts of the shark NATO. This is stupid. Look at me. I agree, I agree. I love and I, and what what sucks for me is that I, I, I a I'm terrified of the ocean, but I love sharks because they're so cool. You know, like a great white is twenty one. The, the physical animal. Yeah, the real real life sharks are super cool. Like shark regular Shark Week appeals to me in a way that it does millions of others for some reason. Well, how do you feel about whale wolfing staring at the full moon and becoming I don't even know a better baseball player? Whale wolf is terrible, and I hate it. Shark and sharktopus is also terrible, and I hate it. But it, I think what I'm saying is that I'm willing to give sharktopus like a, a chance, like I'm willing to give a kaiju movie a chance because I ah. love sharks. I love kaiju. Watching this movie, it like really hurt my feelings because <laughs> the shark is like super lame and he roars and he's not cool. Like even even the Meg, a t- the movie with Jason Statham about megalodons, that movie even like appealed to me in, in the right way in the sense that it is just it is a fifty foot shark. It's just a shark, and something something about taking the natural coolness of a shark and just making it bigger. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, like yeah, this is great. But then it like I kept thinking about the biology of the shark. I'm like, how does it like how does does it have enough body? to maintain the organs that the shark would half of it would require does the underside of the shark have a beak like just really dumb things like how does it maintain propulsion without a tail like the the tail fin i I don't know it's like i'm sorry did you get all like math scientist on us brent you you suddenly cared (laughs) all, all, all the things that it expected me to just accept with the hand wave i i took umbrage with and it's like okay, okay. Well, how did you feel about the genetic experimentation that was whale wolf? That made oh, yeah. perfect, that made perfect sense. I did all the math. Oh, uh, you know why not? Brent the is math. the uh, Brent's the blonde woman in the meme that's looking around and seeing all the math equations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. And another thing that I I just just yeah, real quick to, to bring it back to wrestling. Uh, mm-hmm. What what is what what is wrestling? Please explain. This movie followed zero tenants of wrestling in mm. that so we're it, doing well <laughs> no 
Because <laughs> good wrestling is good storytelling. That's all it is. And I know, and I'm just better. Perceived. I know. This movie did nothing to, like, talking about the tension, it did nothing to set up Sharktopus as immutable other than, I'm not even sure that's the right word, guys. I'm just saying things. Just shut up Sharktopus. Yeah, I don't know. Invulnerable? Invulnerable or... Yeah, unassailable. Like, there's lots of good words, but immutable means unchangeable. In that way, it, it did nothing to set it up as a legitimate threat. Where like if if Sharktopus had ran rampant for a certain period of time, and you and you you as the viewer are like, oh my god, there's like nothing you can do here, and this might be a function of it being the third movie, you might have those stakes already set in your head if you're like a like a very dedicated Sharktopus watcher. But like the point of bringing in a werewolf is to be like, aha, here's the character, here's the thing that's going to stand up to that. But they're both just like equally nebulous and evil and only a threat because they don't exist in reality and none of the bullets can hit them because they're CGI. Right. I mean, it's no, it's no Mothma versus Godzilla. Like they at least fight in the movie, right? Like this is this is just uh, who Godzilla, what, who even cares? Like we don't know. I'm watching the third movie. Yeah, I mean, even in like in the in the kaiju movies, they put a little bit of effort into like set like setting a small explosive on their rubber suit man to go off when they get hit by hit by a rocket, so that when he doesn't react, you see that there is a there that there is an effect. It's just that the that Godzilla is too powerful to care. But then, again, that's back to the limitations. Japan is better at this. Japan is better at this. Yeah, I mean, generally. Generally, that is true. No, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So we're coming up at the forty-five minute mark, and I'm wondering if we could start. It's not that I. It's not that I don't think we have more to say. It's oh, that I wonder. Talk. Yeah, we could. We could probably talk about this movie for another Let hour. Let me talk about the Thanks. fact that the voodoo, voodoo <laughs> priests. I mean, they're not. Uh, anyway, proceed. Yeah, hold on. Can we? No, actually no, 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 for... no, 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 oh, no, no, no. If, if I don't let... get to touch it, you don't get to touch no. it. Let him touch it. Steve has talked very little comparatively. I want him to talk about the voodoo priests. <laughs> Sad. Okay, Steve, the floor is yours. Thank you. Yeah. The Voodoo Priest, a treatise by Steve. What in God's name was going through these idiots' heads to put a Voodoo Priest caricature in a movie in the year of our Lord 2000 and something? Yeah, I thought that was. I, I was really taken aback by there being. Uh, I, 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 shut up, Steve. Is well, hold on. This is a discussion. This isn't. <laughs> This isn't a monologue. Go ahead, Brent. I was just taken aback as well. The last thing I will say about the voodoo priest is every time he took a bite out of the tentacle, I was genuinely disgusted. And I know that he was not taking a bite out of the tentacle. It was like a paper mache, rubber, you know, prosthetic. But he he really he really like like tilted his neck back and like dealt into taking bites out of it. And it was just absolutely disgusting. It was just like a fucking floppy, soft claw at the end of it. I hated it. I hate that. Well, but, uh, but but that's what it, like the physical act of the consumption consu- concerned you, or was it like, oh, why are they vilifying this native religion? Like that was my problem. Like I was just like, oh sure, sure, let's just let's just toss voodoo on the fire. Why well, not? Well, and for stupid. Stupid exactly. physical comedy exactly. nonsense. Exactly. 
is, is voodooism native to Rio de Janeiro? Well, the Dominican Republic, yes. They filmed it in Rio, I think. But the point is, is that no matter what you want to do, voodoo, hoodoo, you do is all native. True. I just, I mean, I thought it was to me. I, I didn't, I didn't know that particular piece of that, 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 that there was some. It just felt like they were forcing a native religion into the bad guy role, and I was really uncomfortable with it. Yeah, I mean, I did, it, it that, that was my problem. That was a, just Steve. The, Steve, tell just me, tell me your story. Smorgasbord of harmful, stupid punching down stereotypes that coalesced into an like a, just an unnecessary tangential arc in this ridiculous farce of a movie. I think this movie is for conservatives. Wait, hold on. Oh, okay, please explain. I don't know. <laughs> I was just saying stuff. I mean, I think why why, why I thought to say... Oh, yeah, that... yeah, you're looking, you're looking for the clickbait, ladies and gentlemen. Why? This why? movie's for conservatives. Oh, man, the immigrants are coming from our jobs. Uh, the Spanish is, is terrible. Why I thought to say it was... Why I thought to say it was the best friend character of Casper Van Dien is also like very casually a predator like yeah. yes mm, yes. oh yeah oh my that's, god that's let's talk point. about him he is a nightmare <laughs> and i just I, I remember looking at him initially and steve i'm so sorry i remember Go looking ahead. at it, i remember looking at him initially and being like that kind of looks like steve and then <laughs> oh, <laughs> no okay yeah, for, I see what you're for doing people now. imagining no. i look like pablo yeah, I mean, if you're watching the movie right now, which we don't recommend. If yeah. you're watching the movie right now, stop. Yeah, please, for the love of God, for your health. You are on, watching... you are you have access to a television and probably Amazon Prime. And Watch vast, vast anything else. I think also if you're listen, if you're watching the movie right now, what kind of drugs are you on that you're paying attention <laughs> to this podcast you, and the movie at the same time? <laughs> you don't have to pay attention to the movie. Let's let's be yeah. clear. If you want to really watch, don't like I put it in the corner, so I get you. If you want to watch a problematic predator type person parade around on your television set, and all you have is Amazon Prime, at least maybe try Transparent. Here's actually the topic I wanted to talk about. What would you guys talk about Pablo? Let's talk about no, 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 no. Here's what I want to talk about. No, I don't want to talk about Pablo. Fuck it. I want to talk about. I want to talk about what you would recommend somebody to watch instead that has some element of this movie in it, or some element that somebody who is watching this movie would want to like. There's a reason you watch a movie like this, right? Might not be a very good reason. Yeah. What should you what should you watch instead? Piranha three D. With where the dude gets his genitalia bitten off. Spoilers. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's what you're recommending. Like, I'm not wrong, right? Yeah. No, you ah, I'm ah, I'm ah. I'm there. I'm there. Because again like, my recommendation is Starship Troopers. At least you can get on board with like, hey, fascists, yeah, oh, they're terrible. Oh, geez. Hold on, hold on. Like, before we before we talk about Starship Troopers, why Piranha 3D? I, I want I want you to give me a give me a little bit of a spiel, and then and then and then. At 60 seconds, we need it 
Steve. I just, okay. It doesn't have to be 60 seconds. It could be how I need it to be 60 seconds. So, so that's fair. Gone in 60 seconds, Steve. Okay. Well, hold on. Let me get my timer going. Yeah. Hold on. Everybody get ready. Also, do a okay. Nick Cage impression. Yeah, please. Maybe it's a job, but I don't even know. I. I wish Nick Cage were in my wheelhouse of impressions because I would love to do that, but I, it will take too much of my brain power to do it, and it'll really slow down my sales pitch for Piranha 3D or the like recut of it called Piranha 3 Double D. Heyo! So l- let me put it this way: if you're if you are sidling up to the third installment of Sharktopus versus anything. I have to make a couple of baseline assumptions about you. One, maybe you're stoned. Two, maybe you're drunk. And three, maybe you just you want some you want something popcorn, something kind of dumb. I get it. And so let me introduce you to a comedy horror aquatic movie called Piranha 3D. I just want to re- honestly, my sales pitch should just be the Forkin cast. We have Adam Scott. Who's Adam Scott? Parks and Rec. Ben Wyatt. It's about the cones. All right? We've got Jerry O'Connell, who is kind of like Jason Bateman, but he's not. Don't get those two mixed up. But more important than that, we have Ving Rames. We have Christopher Lloyd. We have Richard Dreyfus. We have Paul Shear. They're in the same movie. How? How did we get these people together? I honestly don't know. I don't know how it happened, but I am here for it. Like, on just literally on so many levels. It is... It's ridiculous, it's bad, it's kind of funny, it's very cringy, but... It's creepy and it's kooky, it's all together kooky. It's the Adams family. And it... But it's okay. Like, it's stupid and gory, and it's not cinema, but it, it does a much better job, I think, of setting up expectations and meeting them and subverting them in a way that is entertaining. It like it does what it says on the tin. It gives you a movie about killer fish run amok. And it adds in some boobies. It adds in some bad jokes and it adds plenty of gore. But it, it is just that cut above. There is a level of professionalism. Like think about snakes on a plane, which if I stole anyone else's, I'm sorry. That is. No, I still want to talk about, the other movie. Go. go. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I'm just... I'm in summation. I think that... I think Piranha 3D is the movie that Sharktopus wanted to be. That any Ooh. of these Sharktopus movies wanted to be. They wanted to be something that people would, like, laugh at, get drunk around, put on at a party, whatever. Like, it is a 13-year-old boys at a sleepover movie. Yeah. Where, this dude, one is so shitty. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. That it so, it's like a wasted night. Like it'd be, you know, it'd be I don't know, whenever this would come on on sci-fi, it'd be like 11:30 at night and everyone's just bummed. Mm. 
So tell me about Starship Troopers and why. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Uh, let's talk about Starship Troopers. Well, you talk I about I love that movie. That was my first experience with absolutely a ridiculous over-the-top movie. Like, it shoved its message into your face, which was like, hey, did you, did, did, did you know that, like, uh, fascism's bad? Well, let me tell you, if we fought bugs, everyone would die. Like, that was the point of Starship Troopers. And so, for me, the main actor of this movie and then Sharktopus versus Werewolf was kind of a disjointer. I'm like, eh, I don't like it. But, oh, Starship Troopers. Ridiculous so my, movie. So, my recommendation... I'm sorry, Adam, were you... You done? I apologize. Ridiculous movie. I love it. That's it. Okay. So my <laughs> my recommendation. I love it. My recommendation would be watch uh, 2004 Godzilla Final Wars, and my reasoning being potentially you came to watch this movie because you wanted to see a sharktopus versus a whale wolf, and you got that for sure in some in some scenes, but it never it's never the focus really. It's uh, always happening in the top left or top right of the screen as two people woodenly act at nothing. And in Godzilla Final Wars, you see what is maybe one of the more powerful representations of Godzilla just fight nonstop monsters from it's from that film history. And you get that type of experience throughout. You know what I mean? You're just seeing action between two competently made puppets or people in suits all the way throughout, and that is a way better way to get that versus energy than this movie could ever hope to be. Force well, that you have, um, uh, but that also, is that also just a manifestation of East versus West? Like, uh, when you... Hey, Force, what's your suggestion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my suggestion, I'm going to take a little bit of a different tag. I'm going to suggest 2012's Fateful Findings. This movie is fascinatingly bad. It's not like, so your three recommendations were kind of like fun movies. This movie is not fun. It's just terrible. It's written and directed by this guy, Neil Breen. There's something, <laughs> there's something going on there. I don't understand it. It's got magic stones. It's got unsuccessful novelists. It's got bad computer hacking. It's got, like, creepiness throughout. It's got the government is after you. It's got... <laughs> but it doesn't have, like, pacing or plot or, like, a coherent narrative. However, it's so terrible that, like, you're either bored the whole way through or you're absolutely fascinated by it. This movie makes the room look like a good movie. I don't know. I'm not recommending it, like... I'm trying to get out the, like, if you want to watch a movie that's so bad that it's, like, kind of fascinating, like, don't watch uh, don't watch this stupid shark movie. Watch Fateful Findings. That's my pitch. I like it. So, so our recommendations, again, to just summarize real quick, were, were Piranha 3D, and you mentioned the cast. I'll also mention Gianna Michaels is in that movie. And... <laughs> And Adam's uh, <laughs> recommended Starship Troopers, which I has Casper Van whatever in it. And I'll recommend I recommended uh, Godzilla to Final Wars because it has Godzilla in it. 
and Forrest recommended Fateful Findings by by starring written produced by uh, Neil Bean, right? Neil Breen. Neil Breen. Breen. Must be fascinating guy. Um, How would you spell that if you would? B R E E N. Sweet. Yeah, I think that's. I think we're good. I don't. I don't know if there's anything else to say. Uh, About Sharktopus? No, there really isn't. Yeah, don't watch this movie, okay? Yeah, please. Just don't, 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 don't watch it. Don't waste your time. Like it's, it's. Who, who knows? Brent might tell you to do it. It's terrible. Don't do it. No, it's not. It's definitely not my advice. I would not recommend watching this movie. Uh, yeah, well, I tried crying to you. Forrest tried crying to you. We we tried. Well, I like. I'm also a glutton for punishment, but only for us. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, we need to suffer, so you don't. Exactly. That's our responsibility. Uh, uh Steve, give this a max score. Oh, we, we need one. I honestly would give this negative maxes. You can't. That's no, a rule. How, no, many no, no. Ne- how many negative maxes are you giving it? I would give this two. I would give this negative two maxes. I'm going to tell you, you why. Can't. So <laughs> just no, no, no. Hold on. All right. Let me just let me be for a moment. Let me exercise these demons because as soon like at, when the movie finished, that was where you know what I mean. That was where I was. Was like I might have to be called on to give this a number of maxes and how do i do that minus so, minus minus two of, apparently so max for those of you fans of the show max is kind of like a disney prince he's Here, like yeah, he's a ethereal a, force he is a he is a ray of sunshine in a cartoon backdrop of spooky trees and this movie took two maxes away from me. <laughs> Dang. Right? Like, think about it. You're, 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 like, you've been wounded. At like... least twice. Okay, you know what? Probably more than twice, but I'm being generous because I, def- I don't want to go too far into the negatives because I don't want to set that precedent. But, right, like, all of the things that a max has to counter to bring this to zero to like an awful movie, it has to counter legitimate rape joke, Pablo mm. voodoo priest. Ah. Those are huge. Bad CGI improper use of cam lock connectors. Let me just stab at the green screen, please, please, for the love of God. What are Camlock connectors? Ah, so, so, oh, hey, Mr. So, hey, entertainment well, technology yeah. lesson. So when Pablo is trying to electrify the net, the connections he's making are the standard sort of connections that you would see in an entertainment venue. But those are only rated. So they're rated at 600 volt class. But the traditional service is only going to be 200 volts. And he says they're carrying 60,000 volts. If that were the case, the arc, I can't even. This is, what I, this is what I live genuinely for. Genuinely terrible. This is what I live for. The podcast, to me, guys, is all an excuse just to get to Steve to talk about Camelot Connectors, to get Adam to talk about history, to get Forrest to talk about 
I don't know. Forrest is like a master of all things. So whatever Forrest <laughs> to talk about. Forrest is like, watch out, ladies and gentlemen. You, you, you just wait, wait, wait for Forrest to jump in. Yeah, Forrest, back on my bullshit. Forrest is the <laughs> Forrest is the rogue of our party, and like I he really is like. Uh... And I'm constantly looking for an excuse to talk about wrestling, which is maybe why I hated this movie so much because it was it, I could not I could not actively do it. <laughs> it sucked. It was terrible. Don't watch this fucking movie and the podcast. It was, for right? the love of yeah. God, please don't. Like just the suffering I inflicted on my loved ones and myself from this movie, it we're, set we're, my we're, mental we're, health journey back. We're it, talking like a 60% rejection rate from a significant others. Like, this I, is significant. Does I, anyone... I, go go ahead. ahead. No, go no, ahead. no, no. Okay, I was I, just going to no. ask, did anyone... No. Has anyone liked this movie? Uh, has anyone sat liked through it yeah. in its can entirety, guys, right? Can, can you guys uh, eat up some movie time, some podcast time while I look that up? Yes, what, absolutely. Whether or not there has been a positive review... I mean, for the love of God, like, who could look at this and be like, oh, yeah, sure. My favorite movie, whoever did movie, maybe if it's into Sharknado, uh, well, it's a third installation. Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? That's the best movie ever, ever. I found a, I'm going to read the first 10 out of 10 review for Sharktopus off of IMDb. This Uh review was written by Shay Davies shortly after the movie came out. And it just to give you guys another a third and final warning that there are spoilers. Um, before I was a crack oh addict... Oh, li- Before I was a crack oh, addict... Oh, okay. Just let me get the fucking... <laughs> before I yeah, was a crack addict... No, I'm Go. sorry. I, like, all you needed to say was like, oh, well, I had a meth lab under my couch. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. sure. Let I'm, it out. Let it out. I, before I was a crack addict living in the ends, but I watched this film and saw Captain Ray and realized what I'd become. Now I go to AA meetings twice a week and I'm on the road to recovery. I also had an unhealthy diet of hookers and street whores, but now I only do myself out of choice. The Vuju, he, he spells it V-U-J-U, guy was a fantastic actor. Shame his head was eaten. I wish mine was. I mean my Pepe. I am sad the nurse hooker lady died. CGI 10 out of 10 for show was basically 3D, better than Avatar, storyline on point. It makes complete sense that a whale wolf would find a home in the stadium, somewhere where there is no water. LOL, peace out, homie. Sharktopus, RIP. I mean, honestly, how, how are we supposed to respond to that? Like, no one can respond to the like, oh, you know, I, I, my my personal experience is all based on this one movie. And the review. Saving my life. And, like, what? and the show. Stop recording. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you guys want to uh, follow us, we're at uh, popculturecake.com, right? And yeah, and that's it. Oh, Please oh, listen yeah, to a new. Really... If you if you if you listen to this whole podcast, I would say listen to another one. Not not because we did poorly, we just worked with what we had. Okay, people. So uh, try out try out another one. You might like it better. <laughs>